Welcome. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for Milwaukee's philanthropic community, where we highlight people and organizations who are doing great things and making a big impact in our community. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Relations at Ellen Becker Investment Group. You know, one of the great benefits of hosting this show is that I get to meet some really awesome people who are doing some really awesome things in our community. And the topics we discuss run the gamut. Some of them can be difficult to talk about, but our goal is to share and highlight and bring awareness to the people and the organizations that are stepping up to the challenge that we're facing, whatever that may be, and doing something about it. Now, that's not to say that every show deals with the challenging topic. We may be sharing and talking about something great going on in our community, but our end goal is the same, to inform, inspire, and impact our listening audience with a message that is positive and uplifting. Today's show is certainly a great example of that. My guests today are Jane and Mark Newman, who started not one, but two nonprofits that impact children in a multiple of ways. So let's get right to it. Welcome to the show today, Jane and Mark. Thanks, Jill. Good yeah, to be thank here. You. <laughs> yeah, thanks to the Ellen Becker Group for mm-hmm. just putting this type of a platform out there for people to hear about what's going on. It's a real blessing. Mm-hmm. You are welcome. Well, you have such an interesting story. Why don't you f- tell us a little bit about yourselves and what actually got you started in the nonprofit space? Well, I would say a little bit of it was by accident, actually, not a real exciting start. <laughs> but it's. Uh, we, we, Jane and I, have, you know, been uh, married for a lot of years and have been working our separate areas. She's homeschooled our five daughters, and uh, I was working with Northwestern Mutual and still am over the years. And But it has been things where we wanted to do things together, ministry-wise especially. And so, you know, it was kind of the causes, the, the missions that we've had, whether it's been youth at our church, um, men's and women's ministries at our church. Um, we've liked to try and invest there, you know, to be able to make an impact, hopefully, and that God can use us in that way. And so um, as far as this, the nonprofit that we're going to be talking about first, um, it was really just a drawing to help someone get into ministry and raise funds. It was really just the desire to be able to give more than we could give individually to begin with. Okay. Well, I love to hear these stories of people just living ordinary lives, working in the for-profit sector, and then just saying, you know what, we want to make a difference, and we want to make a difference somehow, some way, in a, in a way that that really hits us in in the heart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so to share how you guys are doing that is, is the exciting part, I think. Mm-hmm. So let's start by first focusing on the first nonprofit, which is called Hunt for Life. So tell us, what's the purpose of that? Hunt for Life Foundation was started to build, it was really a hunting event that I started 19 years ago for a buddy of mine who wanted to get into ministry. And I, being in sales, wasn't shy to go out and try and build something and, and connect with people to, to create a fundraising event. And I'm not a big golfer, so I thought, I love the outdoors and hunting, and so I thought, mm-hmm. I think we can create a hunting event to, to raise some funds. So that's how it started. Hunt for Life was always on my license plate as just, a, I love hunting, but 
a bigger purpose in life, right? We believe every man, um, actually every man and woman and child is right, gonna be on a hunt for life in their, in their life. What's, what's my purpose, why am I here? So that's where the name came from and it really just started in that fashion as um, creating a fundraising event to give back. Mm-hmm. And you said you have five daughters, no sons, right? Do your daughters t- no. <laughs> accompany you on that? T- okay. <laughs> just curious, just uh, curious. Well, the girls do hunt, yeah, but I don't yeah. have any sons. You're right. So. And they've all helped with the hunt event. <laughs> okay, know, so. okay. Yeah. But do they actually go hunting with you? They do. Oh, well, yep, there you go. My daughter got a big eight-point buck last year. Ah, and, uh, so, well, congrats yeah. to her. <laughs> well, tell us, what, what does a hunt day look like? Well, it starts, you know, I guess the day is the day, but as we all know, in a nonprofit um, fundraising world, the event building starts months and months ahead, right? It's a, it's really a day of bringing together a bunch of guys that have a common interest in the outdoors. We do it out at Milford Hills Hunt Club, and it originally just started as kind of the foursome idea of having four guys build a team and go out there and chase some birds and shoot some sporting clays and create some games that we could do to create some fun competition. And so that's how it started with, I think, maybe... 12 teams for the first year, 12 foursomes. Mm-hmm. The very first year you got 12 foursomes. Yeah. Wow. That was great uh, job. connecting with people. And then this year we had 36, 36 foursomes. Wow. It's sold out pretty much every year. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, the day is um, starts with a, with a hunt and we have three meals and guys go out and just have mm-hmm. a great time. Um, just at the camaraderie and enjoyment of being out together. I imagine. I imagine. Mm-hmm. I'm a, big outdoors person myself hmm. and uh, I have not gone out hunting now because I can't reconcile the the out being in the love of the outdoors and then taking <laughs> yeah. the life of an animal sorry sorry Mark I That's know okay. I tell my husband that all the time he doesn't get it either but I want to uh, look at the animals living yeah. <laughs> um, what organizations uh, this is a fundraising event mm-hmm. so what organizations have benefited from the hunt mm. well I can start with saying um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes has been mm-hmm. one that's benefited um, a, kick, a ministry called Kicking Bear uh, which is up in northern Wisconsin and it's for um, kids and connecting them to hunting and to um, just uh, having opportunity to have men surrounding them and um, just the impact that that ministry uh, to those boys and and girls too has in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, Samaritan's Purse has a, mm-hmm. a program called Operation Heal Our Patriots that we are connected with, and um, we also have sponsored some kids through. Uh, there's a program in Wisconsin that's called United Special Sportsmen's Alliance, which connects kids who are critically ill to um, the outdoors and hunting as well. So. They're all ministries that really resonate with the kind of community that we have at our hunt event. Um, the the guys that gather really resonate with these kinds of things, um, connecting outdoors and veterans and kids and, mm. Uh, mm. yeah, just feeding into that idea. And this fundraising effort led into your second nonprofit. Um, and so we're going to get to that in the next segment. But I bet you meet some really inspiring people Mm. along the way. I mean, it sounds like it with all the organizations you're involved in. Mm -hmm. In fact, you have had the opportunity to make some really unique connections over the years with people that attend the hunt. So stay tuned to hear more after commercial break. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community. 
with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jill Economo, and I'm talking with Jane and Mark Newman, who are the founders of two uh, really great nonprofits. And in this second segment, we're talking about the Hunt for Life Foundation. So you've had the opportunity, you both have, to make some really great connections doing what you do. Mm. And I understand that you sometimes meet some really unique people. So (laughs) tell us about that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, sure. Um, We can say that Uncle Cy was a very unique Mm -hmm. uh, person, um, just as spry and silly as you would uh, just imagine. (laughs) He is is what he is, for sure. Um, There's no acting there. That's, That's who he is. So super fun to have him at the hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've had a um, number of Green Bay Packers. Leroy Butler was here this past month. Um, we do it in the fall every year, so we sometimes have hunting people there, thus Uncle Cy and the Duck Dynasty guys. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was okay. I wasn't yeah. sure of that reference. I yep. wasn't sure who, who he is. He's yep. from Duck yeah. Dynasty. Yep. Oh, okay, got it. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Scott Walker has come, Charlie mm-hmm. Barron's, and so uh, Magic Kramer. Man. Jerry Kramer. Jerry Kramer. Kramer. Yeah, we try and have a celebrity mm-hmm. guest each year and we really don't use it to sell the event because the event usually is full sells itself but we surprise right? people with uh, who shows up at a sporting clay station or ends up at their table for lunch and uh, it's kind of an added bonus so mm-hmm. it's been it's been great it's been yeah fun. well and i bet you have a bunch of really great stories that are etched in your mind over the mm-hmm. over the past years do you have one particular story that sticks out above the others mm-hmm. I've got so many. We had so <laughs> many cool moments at the hunt event. Um, you know, evening we do kind of a program, a, a dinner time uh, conversation, and, and just talk about the ministries that we're, we're impacting. And so part of it is fundraising. You know, there's raffles and prizes and, and fundas. But we, we, one of them that sticks out is we raised uh, money to, for a cheese, to sell a cheese wheel. So we said, okay, we're going to sell a wheel of cheese that one of the guys brought to the event. We of course, because we live in Wisconsin. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we had Gilbert Brown there that year, and then we had one of the Chicago Bears um, family owners at the hunt, ironically, that came in. So we had Gilbert Brown up there, and a Chicago Bears guy, and then we had auctioned off a cheese wheel to, to give to this Chicago Bears, you know, guy and <laughs> it was so funny it ended up the cheese wheel sold for like four thousand bucks and then the guy who bought it wow. ended up cutting up the cheese wheel and everybody there ate the cheese wheel you know <laughs> a half an hour later it was so cool guys were like this is sweet did um, the, the guy did the bears guy get any flack from anybody oh, that yeah. was oh he was getting abused oh yeah, i it bet was fun. i bet so, and uh so that was a cool one mm. you know just the heart jill at the event of the men who come mm-hmm. you know it's a day of generosity and it's super cool that guys just are there to give you know mm-hmm. the the cheese wheel is always a story the one night at the end of the event we have this big mystery prize and the winners ended up being two of our military veterans that were wounded vets that came to the hunt that we honored that day there were four guys there that day and these two guys came down to the final prize we announced the ticket numbers and they had them and these two guys stood up and were like how did these two military guests get tickets to buy in the super raffle but it ended up that one of the guys at the hunt bought these guys the tickets, right? Oh, and give okay. them the tickets mm-hmm. to be in the raffle. And these two guys stood up and high-fived in the whole room. <laughs> I mean, guys are crying. We're like, how did these guys win the grand prize? You know? <laughs> yeah. So just that generos- generosity, heart of generosity, and people wanting to just give that day has mm-hmm. been so special. Yeah, to be in the presence of benevolent people mm-hmm. is really, really special, isn't it? And I can see mm-hmm. how these connections can have an impact on you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, uh, boy, 
from the day of where guys go home and say, you know, I've not been to a charity event like that ever. They tell their wives, I've gotten cards. We've gotten cards from wives mm -hmm. saying my husband came home and was sharing the stories and just started crying at the table. And just moving stuff that, you know, when you go home and, and for men to cry to begin with, right? And there are a lot of tears yeah. that happen because of the causes that we support. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, yeah, that's had a huge impact on us to, to say, you know, what do guys, what do people see as needs and areas that they feel attracted to help? And so we've kind of cap capitalized on that with let's help youth and let's help some of the military and, you know, law enforcement. We'll get into that in a bit. But, um, yeah, it's it's definitely had an impact on us personally. It's been mm -hmm. so awesome to be able to work together to give back in this fashion. Yeah, and I would say that um, working uh, with Operation Hill, our patriots, that Samaritan's Purse Ministry, they just by um, – you can have appreciation for something, but when somebody opens that window just a little wider and you really embrace um, more of what, why you would even have appreciation, like what are we actually appreciating and, and not even understanding all that's behind uh, veterans' struggles, um, just to have that understanding like come into our lives, mm. um, it just, it, made appreciation turn to action mm -hmm. and um, that's important because we talk about a call to action all the time on mm -hmm. the show because it's one thing to share all the great things that an organization does and then the, our listeners are like wow that was great mm. and then they forget about it yeah. but our goal one of our goals is to move people to the point of action Hmm. To the point where they listen to all these great people doing these great things and saying, you know what, I want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. That sounds so awesome. How can I get involved? So, yeah, I think wow. moving people to the point of action is really, really important. Mm. Um, has working with any of these outside organizations created unique opportunities for you? Yeah, you know, jumping off of what Jane said there, I'd say that particularly Operation Healer Patriots and having these veterans that we've honored the day of the hunt um, come has caused us to reflect on their lives and then mm -hmm. honestly some of what are the other areas of fallout from service members, uh, military and law enforcement and for the example of their families. You know, so we always think of them and they're wounded, but oftentimes we forget about the rest yeah. of the family, right? That impacts obviously the spouses and the kids in ways we don't often think about, you know, so. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's had a big impact on us. And I think in answer to that question, you can say absolutely because of Life Camp USA, you know, that's mm -hmm. created uh, this mm -hmm. unique opportunity for yeah. this other nonprofit. And we're gonna get into that in the next, uh, next segment. We obviously mm -hmm. do really great work, but it costs a bit of money to do what you do, right? So what about funding? Um, how much have you raised to cover your costs and for other charities? Well, you know, everything grows. It started with not very much the first year. <laughs> 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 but this past year, you know, again, just the heart of the, the attendees. We, we raised over 850000 uh, last month at the hunt. Wow. So we had a little over 100 participants and just... The hearts okay. opened up and the giving was happening and it's because of the causes, you know, Life Camp USA, which we'll talk about in a minute, has just been powerful what God's been doing there. And it's um, contagious, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. you're in again. Yeah. You want to be a part a, of it. Yeah, you're in you a know? room with all these people that are wanting to make a difference and give in some way and 
one yeah. starts and it's just like a domino effect. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah, it's wonderful. Hmm. Um, so uh, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that you actually started two nonprofits and they are complimentary. So stay tuned and we're going to hear about the other one after a short commercial break. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. You're listening to EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Relations. We're back again with Jane and Mark Newman, founders of two nonprofit organizations, one that we just heard all about called Hunt for Life. And now we're going to hear all about the other one, and it's called Life Camp USA. And their mission is to bring support, inner strength, and purposeful direction to the lives of young men who have lost a father due to U.S. military or law enforcement service. So... Jane and Mark, why did working with the youth and the veterans from Hunt for Life make such an impression on you? You know, Jill, we've just, I think, through the years of doing youth ministry, uh, we always had a heart for youth. Mm -hmm. And so through the, the nonprofit work with them and just knowing what um, stage of life the, the, the middle schoolers are at, it's just so tough today to grow up. You know, we look at that and think, we thought it was tough when we were in middle school. Now you look at it and you think, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. All the struggles, that, a lot of them shouldn't even be struggles, but literally they have to face those struggles of identity and things today that wasn't even a question years back. Right. So um, the hunt, our event and the nonprofit work has basically caused us to look at, you know, these organizations were helping military, seeing the pains and the struggles, and then tying it into the family like we touched on a bit ago, that the family's impacted in such a big way. It's just drawn us to say, like, how can we help those family members? And thus, Life Camp USA started from mm -hmm. that. You know, we wanted to, it's really for uh, military law enforcement who were killed in action is how it started. It morphed really quickly into helping the first, the first guy, one of the first guys I asked who was a military guy at the hunt, asked him about, could you um, come, could you think of guys that were killed in action, buddies of yours that might have kids that we could help at camp? And he said, you know, Mark, I don't have any of my buddies that were killed in action, but I've got six of my buddies who have taken their lives um, mm -hmm. since they came back. Would you take their kids, their boys? And instantly we went from a, a KIA ministry focus to like, however, you know, they sacrificed their minds. Just like other warriors sacrificed their bodies, their limbs, but these men who have PTSD and have taken their lives struggle and have given the same sacrifice in a different mm, way. Right, right. So that had just a massive impact on us and mm -hmm. who we wanted to serve yeah. with, the, with the youth. So, yeah. so uh, Jane, tell us more about Life Camp USA. Mm. I mean, what, what does it look like? What is it all about? Yeah. We start with a one-week uh, wilderness experience. That's the Life Camp part. Mm. Um, and we insert ourselves into locations all across the United States, as far as Alaska to the Boundary Waters, the mm -hmm. Black Hills, to the um, mountains in Colorado and Montana. Um, and we have an amazing week um, with uh, mm. our campers. It's only 10 campers and 10 mentors at every camp, intentionally small, intentionally set up for mentoring. 
And that word right there is the like little uh, hinge point to the uh, fact that we aren't just a camp or a program, because following camp, they are a part of a, something we call life care, which is a, um, it's a mentoring program that those mentors reach out to their campers um, uh, uh, on a monthly basis, um, sometimes more. And they also have an opportunity to join a Zoom a, a Zoom session every month with their camp and their mentors from camp. And we offer a weekly Bible study, um, you know, for taking it one step further. So it's for the whole Virtual school Bible year. Study. Yeah, <laughs> and everything's done, yeah, online. Um, it's for the whole school year. So, um, nice. Yep. nice. And why do you focus then on middle school age? Mm. I know, Mark, before you were saying that, well, if you think about it, kids at all age levels are just going through mm -hmm. stuff that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They should not have to go through, like you said. But why do you focus on middle school age? You know, I, yeah. that area, that age, so much is being formed, right, in our in our minds, our beliefs, our values. And one of the things we do at camp is a curriculum that Jane and I had created that talked about, you know, seven character lessons that we do at camp, um, integrity, hard work, things that we thought their dads would want their sons to know and to be values in their life, um, discipline, uh, resisting addictions, so if we cover those topics at a middle school age, you know, um, it's going to be more impactful. A lot of times addictions are already started, right, yeah. by high school. It's like now we're trying to bring them out of the ditch versus let's keep them from going into the ditch. Mm -hmm. yeah. I heard that addictions, uh, it's common that they started around sixth grade. Yeah, amazing. Isn't yeah, that unbelievable? I think we learned pretty quickly on mm -hmm. that um, the things our middle schoolers were facing um, from the mentors, especially the older mentors' perspectives, was that those were things they faced maybe in college. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's there's a reason why you're putting a focus uh, at that age level. And like you said, you get them young so you can hopefully nurture some skills that they can develop and yeah. it wouldn't I, I don't Teach think any time is too late but yeah I think yeah. the earlier you get them um, yeah mm -hmm. is is the better and there and there's not you know we've just found they don't have people stepping into their lives uh, especially at the younger ages you know there's more high school programs you know the kids are more mature people feel but so it's a it's a lot there's a lot more hurdles you know like we said our monthly zooms that we have the weekly Bible study they're virtual these kids don't have devices a lot of them mm -hmm. you know so there's all these traveling when they come to life camp you know they might be jumping on a plane for the first time so some of the wow. moms have said my son's never flown anywhere alone and mm -hmm. we're like mm -hmm. hey this is part of the the camp mm -hmm. man camp manning up learning what yeah. it's like to to grow up so that age so much happens mm -hmm. it's so special yeah wow well, I understand you have some very special guys called uncles. Mm -hmm. So um, tell us who those guys are. Well, it started the first concept camp was two summers ago, and my two brothers are with me, and I kept calling one of them, you know, obviously Uncle John and Uncle Josh, and the boys said, why, why are you calling those guys uncle? You know, didn't realize that they were my brothers in our first camp of, of mentors Three of them were family. You so were in an sudden, arm wrestling match, and yeah. you were say uncle, say uncle. <laughs> right, no, not at all. <laughs> it ended up that the boys are like, yeah, that. It, we said let's let's go with that. You know, we're certainly not we're standing in the gap for your fallen fathers, but we're not replacing your fathers. Um, and the, oh, the whole theme of life camp is to to show these young men that they've got a father. They've lost their fathers, but they have a heavenly father that still cares for them and loves them. Mm. So um, the uncles are basically the mentors that we've recruited or have applied to be mentors at camp. So from 
friends, guys at church, to military guys, law enforcement guys. We've got three or four Navy SEALs now. Last wow. month, we had two Navy SEALs apply to be uncles for summer 2024. Um, yeah, it's been, you know, Army Rangers, and then I would say the the lay guys, lame guys like me that are nothing, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a really cool group of uncles, and it's just been great because it's a, a feeling of family. The moms appreciate it because the boys will go home and say, I got to talk to Uncle David, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so it's Fix, makes it more of a family feel at camp. Yeah, and there's mm. no shortage of uncles. Yep, You've plenty. said before in a conversation yeah. we've had that you really are not in need of uncles because you've got yeah. so many, which is a great place to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we thought right? that was going to be the hardest spot, but we've had men that yeah. are, they want to stand in the gap. I think a lot of the military guys or law enforcement are thinking, hey, that could be me. Is anybody going to stand in the gap for my son? Yeah. And so these guys are coming to us and... Yeah, it's been a blessing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then if I could just uh, add, this past summer we had our first experience with having a team of ants come to camp. Ah, there right. you go. So, go mm-hmm. ants. Yeah. <laughs> first so, girls camp. Yeah, we did our first girls camp. And nice. we had women um, mentors who represented military. They represented widows, uh, counselors, and teachers. We had an amazing group of women mm. uh, come alongside these young ladies. So, Well, I imagine mm-hmm. that's what makes Life Camp USA different and unique than other camps, right? Yeah, yeah. It's um, there's a lot of things that we've looked at to say, wow, you know, we don't want to recreate. You know, we talked about a nonprofit, and you can start nonprofits, but what's the purpose? You know, is this already being addressed? How many camp? There's tons of camp programs around America, right? We all know that, but this is uh, different. It's the follow up. There aren't. It's hard to follow up with campers, right? After camp is over how do you keep in touch with them we're built because of having 10 mentors and 10 boys at each camp mm-hmm. they connect back home and our ultimate goal is to get these kids walking a, a life back home of, of independence and uh, growing in their faith back with their families so uh, the ratios are different right I don't know that there's another camp in America that's a one-to-one ratio mentor to camper right, right. so that facilitates better follow-up um, the follow programs monthly doing zooms virtually um, is unique to, to stay into their lives. And um, I just think, you know, we're, we're kind of going countercultural these days, right? When we're talking about a man camp and talking to boys about what it means to be a young man today in this world, we're going against the flow. But um, those are values that we know are going to serve them well as they oh, grow up sure. to be men, husbands, future leaders. Um, we got some cool ideas of building a leadership uh, summit for these boys in following years. We're just starting to brainstorm on ideas past the the 11 to 13 year age group that we're targeting and helping mm-hmm. what do we do after that you know we can't do it all now we're only right, two and a half right. years old but we're we're thinking about it and so well it yeah. starts somewhere you know yeah. and who doesn't need a mentor you know yeah. somebody to walk alongside Amen. you and mm-hmm. and especially for these young men and now mm-hmm. young young women mm-hmm. who uh, uh are missing somebody in their life mm-hmm. so um i've heard you mention quote unquote the ministry behind the ministry mm-hmm. uh, we're going to take a commercial break but when we return we're going to learn what they mean by that so stay tuned and we'll be right back Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Relations, and we're finishing up our segment today with Mark and Jane Newman, founders of two great nonprofits. So, 
you mentioned the ministry behind the ministry. Mm-hmm. So tell us what you mean by that. Wow. Well, um, it'd be hard to tell you all of the ministry <laughs> behind the ministry because mm. it's constant and um, it's uh, it's overwhelming in a really special way. But um, just working with these moms, there's ministry there. Um, amazing. Uh wonderful women who've come alongside actually me um we always say that you know this has got this ministry has got to be all god because first of all we're not veterans second of all we didn't experience grief like these families have and third we raised all daughters and here we're having a boys camp so (laughs) you know it's got to be god doing this and we're just following his lead um his call to action really so Mm -hmm. um and so we're just grateful for when things happen um, by doing things like life camp and things happen that that broaden the impact to the moms, um, to the mentors. Uh, these men have had opportunity to bond and it's really special especially to see the veteran community bond when they're um, they say to us that when they are serving there's sometimes no opportunity to meet other Christian men in their um, veteran com- their military community mm-hmm. that they're serving in mm-hmm. and then they come to life camp and it doesn't really matter what department you served in um, they bond in the fact that they all have an ex- uh, common ground in being mm-hmm. veterans and so that ministry has been really neat to see. It's been neat to see our chaplain. We have a chaplain, James Fisher, from the Navy, who has come alongside Life Camp, and um, just to see how he's been able to um, just uh, yeah. serve these men too. And you yeah, you've got so in. many in the ministry. You've got the campers. Obviously, it's a ministry to them. The uncles. You know, when you think of eighty men serving. Um, guess what? Marriages. Uh, we. Mm. You know, you don't get over your troubles when you get out of high school or college. A lot of them just start, right? But. It's been powerful. The, it's almost like a mini men's ministry. You know, I've had guys where pornography is a struggle, but we're, we're a group, and I say we're building an army of man, man mentors around the country, and so that's why we've hired some chaplains to come on, on staff to minister to our mentors too, mm-hmm. so that we're carrying the, f- the flag and, and uh, getting an example to these boys, young men, of, of what a godly man looks like. Hopefully, right, we right. of course <laughs> fail, but so there's mm-hmm. just so much ministry. We're, we're thinking of doing a ministry to, for churches for mentoring. So we could use our army of men that we're building around the country to visit churches and talk about mentoring at churches. And we're thinking, holy cow, these men's ministries around the country mm. to be inspired by mentoring locally. You know, you don't have to go to camp to mentor, right? right, right. You can do it in your own backyard. There's plenty of young people around yeah. this country that need help in direction, right? right? right. So. And you guys don't only serve kids who have Christian backgrounds either. No. Actually, yeah, most of our <laughs> kids, um, don't have Christian background. And yeah, and just think about the, what yeah. you're pouring into them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's been really neat though to see they they're not coming from Christian families, but we're visibly, overtly faith based. Every mom knows that. There's nothing hidden in this ministry. Mm-hmm. We tell every mom. Jane talked to 70 moms last year about what Life Camp USA is about, and every one of those moms said, "Hey, share faith with. Yeah. I want my son to figure out what he believes in his life." You know, yeah. they want their young, their boys to survive in life, right? And so whatever mm-hmm. that all involves, learning lessons, learning practical things, fixing lawnmowers. They want their kids to, you know, Jane jokes about, they came home and they took showers. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Their moms are fired up that the boys are showering when they get home. So yeah. there's a lot of benefits, you know. But for them to know that that the relationship that they build with God uh, is the most important relationship mm-hmm. that yeah. they will ever have and that they will never be alone. 
Oh yeah. That someone always walks beside mm-hmm. them. The, um, when you say that, Jill, I mean, it just, we feel like, again, God's blessed us with so many cool things. It's like, this is God work in our first day of camp. You know, the outdoor experience practical thing is learning to use a map and compass, finding your way out in the outdoors. The spiritual application in the afternoon is on the Bible is you're going to be your map and compass for life. So mm-hmm. they don't know how to use the Bible. 90% of the kids that came to camp never had a Bible that they've opened up before. They don't know the index, what a book is. It's like you're teaching them. What's that? Do they get a Bible? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell them what we give give every kid. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they come to camp and are presented with a backpack, a water bottle with their name on. The backpack has their name on. It's it's uh, printed out in a tag like their dad would have had in the military. Oh, nice. Um, There's a Bible in there, a devotion book. Uh, Bear Grylls devotion. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of of stuff they get for swag. And then Mm -hmm. at the end, you guys do a memorial service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the, you know, we we continue to learn, and I'm sure there'll be new things in future camps, mm-hmm. but after, I think, our second year, we're like, how can we show these boys? And it really came from, Jane, you want to tell them how talking with the moms helped you to Well, especially the, um, the moms who've experienced um, where their husband took their life. Um, just there's a unfortunate stigma that's attached to that death that is a, um, thought of in a negative way and they felt some sense of responsibility to that 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 has been um, how their son feels about their dad mm-hmm. and um, just especially having the military guys there to help change the trajectory of their thoughts and their memories about their dad to being one of honor Mm. um, because they their dad signed up knowing that that's a possibility that you could have an injury to the mind and they did it anyways and it happened so these Mm. boys through this honor ceremony um, you know we've been able to change that thought process for them so that they can just feel so much sense of pride um, 100% just as much as, mm. you know, a, the injury is, whether it's invisible or, or not, right, it right. still happens. And I think it's important for people to understand that um, you can see what Life Camp USA is all about by going to their website because they have impactful uh, video um that I've seen twice now and, you know, crying, not crying, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I share it with people, yeah. I'm like, well, get a tissue ready because it's mm-hmm. super impactful. So is that how people can, can see what you're doing? Is that the best way? Yeah. Really yeah. Is. The videos are, you know, the website is um, lifecampusa.org. Yeah. And so people can go to that and there's videos, um, some stories and, uh, you know, they can if, if there's any men out there that want to be uncles for uh, these young men, you can go onto the, the website. There's mm-hmm. also a, an opportunity to apply to be an uncle, and then they can see it firsthand what being oh, for an sure. uncle yeah. is too, and yeah. what happens okay. at camp. Well, talking about stories, do you have an impactful story that you can share mm-hmm. yeah. uh, with regard to Life Camp USA mm-hmm. that'll give us some perspective? Sure. Uh, this is one that ties both ministries together, but um, uh, I don't know if I can share. Um. Yeah, it was the hunt as we shared. We had a we had a, a wounded vet that came back from serving. Uh, we honored him at the hunt about five years ago, and we found out this past year that he had taken his own life mm-hmm. at the uh, from the chaplain that attends the hunt. And it ended up then this year as we did our first girls camp, the chaplain saw one of the applications that came in um, for two two girls from I- Illinois, and their name. Uh, 
the chaplain said, did you see who just applied for Life Camp USA for the first girls' camp? Mm. And it happened to be this warrior that came to the hunt. His daughters, he took his life last year, and his daughters were in the first group of oh. girls that applied for Life Camp. And we were just blown away that yeah. those camp, the, the two <laughs> ministries crossed like that. And so they yeah. came to camp yeah. with Jane. Yeah. So speaking of the first girls' camp, you know, that's a new initiative for you, right? It is, yeah. We... Uh, we had so many when you um, when you advertise in the military community you advertise through something called the survivor outreach coordinators and they'll share with the, these families about the opportunity of life camp and other opportunities and um, they'll always ask you do you have a girls camp yet do you have a girls camp yet <laughs> so we thought let's just go for it you know our um, you know the idea of, uh, of, uh, of these young men having opportunity to be with men um is what life camp started and is what it's really what's really special is because they these boys don't have an opportunity always to be around other men and we were like well the girls have their moms you know but we thought we'd try it and we were like you know we've been asked and it's a way to honor the dads as well you know they have daughters so we did and those girls they um the community they formed with one another and the lessons that we were able to you know, teach them and share with them. It was wonderful. We had an amazing week, and we've been having an awesome school year with the um, monthly Zoom meetings as well. So mm -hmm. really worth doing. Mm -hmm. We had a great time. And I encourage everybody to go to their website and check that video out because it's so mm -hmm. powerful uh, and, and just speaks to um, the heart of the mission, I mm -hmm. think, and mm -hmm. really shares what you guys do so, so nice. beautifully. Um, well, we at EIG are helping to bring awareness to your cause uh, mm -hmm. through this radio show. But what else does Life Camp USA need right now? You know, I, I think there's three legs that are going to impact the success of the mission. And um, those are, first off, if you don't have campers, you don't have a camp. So anybody out there that might be listening or have connections to military law enforcement families that have lost a loved one in service, um, we'd love to be able to help their young person get to camp so campers connections to camper families and it's all expense paid I don't know if we touched on that but there's no expense for any family that comes to life camp mm -hmm. we'll cover the flights to camp and everything in between so and again you had mentioned that yeah you started two nonprofits but all the mm -hmm. fundraising efforts go a hundred percent yes they did to yeah. the cause yep hunt mm -hmm. for life event you kind of said that there there aren't any any expenses out of hunt for life other than that day nobody gets paid we had about 40 volunteers and there are no um, nobody's paid in that organization and you know we talked about two nonprofits that you brought up and I'm always we're always a little sensitive yeah. like people say well you're starting a nonprofit how are they skimming off the top whatever um, it's and you guys are not we're, at we're all. founding volunteers those are that's our title is of these uh, yeah. both so yeah. and uh, life camp is a little different than the hunt in that we've now got uh, the uh, admin in Houston and everything's virtual it's a new world a grant writer in Indianapolis we have a development guy that we just hired in Dallas, Dallas and we're bringing on a new operations director strategy guy out of lacrosse so we have this virtual you know meetings but it's the new world and we're building a team God's brought us just yeah, a special amazing. group of people together they however do like to get paid for their efforts <laughs> and um, <laughs> so yeah we've we need you know finances I guess that brings it up we brought we raised a lot of funds at the hunt last but our budget for life camp this next year will be over a million dollars. So couldn't even fund that with all the money from the hunt. 
And so, and the vision is much bigger than, you know, mm -hmm. the camps that we've got now. We don't know what God's gonna do. We talked about the leadership summit for these boys post camp. Um, so funding is huge. So we need, we need campers, number one, and funding is mm. significant. So we're trying to raise about three million bucks the next year and a half, almost like seed capital to make it happen the way you'd love it to happen if it could, if you were building the business, like we've got a model. God's showing us, here's what I'm gonna do, we believe. Mm. And it's not been a three-peat, like people joke the Bulls had a three-peat or whatever. We, we've <laughs> had an 11-peat, 11 camps, everything mm -hmm. the same has happened. God's moved in the lives of the campers, the, the uncles, and everybody comes home like, I got it. Uh, this is unbelievable. What do I do next? So mm -hmm. everybody's have, impacted. Yeah, if we have yeah. the funding, mm -hmm. God's going to blow this thing up as we're open all across the country. Yeah. Yeah. And I just say, have to say the mm -hmm. one place maybe that we haven't had as great of impact that we would like to is the law enforcement and first responder yeah. community. Yes. The military has a really great network to communicate mm -hmm. with their people, but the networks aren't established in the same way in that community. Mm -hmm. So it's been hard out of um, all of our camps. We've had three campers um, from that community. That's it. Um, so, it, you know, just putting a shout law out that the law are huge, enforcement yeah. connections, okay. yeah. Yep. So if someone wants to get more information on either Hunt for Life or Life Camp USA, uh, please give contact information one more time. Mm. Huntforlife.org. Huntforlife.org is the uh, event, and um, you can find out more about that there. And then lifecampusa.org is the website, and everything you'd want to see is, yeah. is there. And certainly Jane and I are always reachable. We live south of Dousman in, in good old southeastern Wisconsin. If anybody wants to talk personally, we love the, the old-fashioned way on the telephone is fine for <laughs> us, too. So yeah. Do you want to give email. A, a phone number or your email sure. address? Sure. My, my cell number is 262 751 5880. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Well, I want to thank both of you today, Jane and Mark Newman. I appreciate you sharing all the ways mm -hmm. that you are making a difference in the lives of young boys and girls, mm -hmm. which in turn has made a difference as well in the lives of those who are serving them. So thank, thank you for you. joining us today. Thank you so thank much. You. You're welcome. Appreciate it. If you'd like further information about Hunt for Life or Life Camp USA, you can reach out to Jane or Mark directly with the contact information that they shared. There are so many great people and organizations out there doing great work. So if you know of one that you think would be a great guest on our show, email me their contact information and I'll reach out. I can be reached at jill at ellenbecker.com or you can call our office at 262-691-3200. Tune in next Sunday morning at 10 to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community to learn more about the ways people and organizations are contributing to making our community a great place to live, work, and play, and serve others. You can tune in to News Talk 1130 on your radio, or you can go to Newstalk1130.com on your computer, or you can listen on your cell phone via the iHeartRadio app. And I encourage you to visit our website at ellenbecker.com to listen to previously aired shows, or you can now listen on demand at Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or Apple Podcast. My call to action today is to give some thought to how you can make a difference in some way for someone in our community. Our guests have shared today many ways that you can make a difference for the people that they serve and have a significant impact, whether that's by donating, volunteering, or simply advocating for their respective organization. Anything you do for others in whatever way you want to serve is always appreciated and well-received. So take some time to find a way to be a blessing and give a blessing. Thanks for listening today and have a great day.